Let me sing you a song About the people that I love The poets and philosophers The workers and the wanderers This is Joe Jenks, and you're listening to My Highway Home, celebrating music, art, culture, and community from the driver's seat. This week on My Highway Home, in honor of the Kerrville Folk Festival, I have an interview with two extraordinary people, Vern Crawford and Lenore Langsdorf. They are remarkable volunteers, not just at Kerrville, but in many other capacities within and outside of the world of folk music and singer-songwriters. I will also feature music from performers and recording artists whom I've had the privilege of getting to know over the years as a result of attending and performing at the Kerrville Folk Festival. This hour, we will hear songs from Louise Mosry, Ken Gaines, Zoe Mulford, Karen Mall, Connor Garvey, Jack Hardy, The Malvinas, R.J. Cowdery, and David Glazer. This is Joe Jenks, and I'm here on the beautiful banks of the Guadalupe River in Centerpoint, Texas, with some old and dear friends, Vern Crawford and Lenore Langsdorf. Uh, They call their place here Camp Peace of Mind, and it absolutely is a peaceful and beautiful place, serene, and a a place of extraordinary community and fellowship. Uh, I'm talking with Vernon Lenore today because they are two of the most extraordinary volunteers that I have met in the whole of folkdom. Um, I first met Vernon Lenore uh, through the Folk Alliance International, it was still called the North American Folk and Dance Alliance. Uh, and then I got to know them through Cousin Andy's Coffee House in Carbondale, Illinois. Uh, and beautiful then, uh, Southern Illinois. Yes. Beautiful Southern Illinois, yes. Uh, and then, of course, through the Kerrville Folk Festival for a couple of decades now. So uh, I just uh, wanted to talk with them a little bit about volunteerism in particular because, uh, like I say, they're both uh, very devoted volunteers. And um, uh, if you could just each introduce yourself uh, a little bit and, and say a little bit about why you give so much of your time to the folk music community, Vern. Mm, well, I don't know quite how to answer that, but I'll I'll start out here. Uh, I, I discovered uh, the singer songwriter folk musician genre uh, when I first really set foot at the Kerrville Folk Festival. Had a little bit of of um, previous exposure to a fellow by the name of Harry Chapin uh, who really opened me up to that there was something besides just the top 10 uh, hit list that got repeated over and over. I never listened to radio back in those days. I still really don't listen to a lot except for some really great special folk shows. But yeah, uh, Rod Kennedy's Kerrville Folk Festival uh, I didn't get there at the beginning. I, it was 1972 when the Kerrville Folk Festival was founded. But the second year it was on the ranch, 1976, was the first year I showed up. And been going back every year since. That first year I was not a volunteer. Uh, I, but I did manage to, to get out into the campground. There weren't a lot of people camping back in those days, but the folks that were out there uh, were just sharing their music with one another and, and writing music together is just building new relationships. And that whole process has just gotten bigger and bigger every year. 
uh, and uh, uh, at this point there's thousands of people that are part of that network of um, creative talent. I don't have any talent musically, so uh, volunteering to help see that the thing functions smoothly uh, was something I jumped into real early on. Yeah. Lenore? Hmm. Uh, somewhat similar uh, story. I'm not a musician. I wish I were, but I'm not. And uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody has to be audience. Somebody has to volunteer to make the thing run. Uh, I first came to the Kerrville Folk Festival in 1984. Uh, my son, who was in middle school at the time, had come two years sooner and said I should really come there, so I finally got there. So I haven't missed one since 1984. And back, uh, I think the second year, first year I came assisting him. He was a volunteer, and then I got a job of my own uh, doing uh, security in the main theater. I just asked, could I work in the theater? And they said, sure. So I did, and uh, I'm still there. In 19, what is it, 93, we figured out. They asked me to be the crew leader for the security crew. So, yeah, I still am. And uh, we volunteer at other festivals, too. Uh, we'll be going to uh, Old Settlers this weekend, volunteering at the uh, stage doors, uh, at the stacks, uh, particularly. And uh, we also go up to uh, Oregon Country Fair, or over to Oregon Country Fair. We're volunteers there. Up and over. Uh, up and over. And uh, then later in the summer at, um, I'm losing the name, in uh, Arkansas. Oh, Roots Fest. Roots Fest in okay. Arkansas, in yes. Fayetteville. A newer festival, different, in that it's in the city in a big auditorium. So uh, I don't know where else have we volunteered. I don't lose track. But those uh, are the main ones that's every year. Yeah, we're, we're hoping to uh, be at the Cape Wolf Festival this oh, year. We've yes. been invited to do that. We yeah. need to fill out our paperwork we do. Yeah. so we don't just show up at the last minute and they go, you know, our volunteer crew's already filled up, but we've been invited to do that. So the, the big pleasure is uh, getting to hear the music, uh, helping it to run smoothly, and... Uh, well, and, and for me, one of the one of the real joys about the whole thing uh, that makes it so special is building the relationships that we have over the years with so many of the artists, some main stage artists, and some that um, pretty much keep their talents just within the uh, campgrounds. Kerrville, that's hard to do because uh, people who have uh, never really played festivals often find themselves brought up on stage by other great artists that uh, are main stage uh, singer-songwriters that just, you know, have discovered them and, and I say discovered them, uh, built relationships with them and uh, grown fond of. Uh, it's just, yeah... It's amazing. Kerrville has probably more to do with, with my involvement in this whole music scene than anything else. This is the doorway uh, where all of it started. Find a vein and drain the black gold Hoping to God the timbers hold like my father before me it's all I know we live only to harvest 
harvest the cold To harvest the cold Mine owner's mercy About as shallow as a grave Living in shanty towns We ain't got no say Shifts in such a meager wage, and Mother Jones can't help us now, anyway. Anyway, we'll take the roads, we'll take the train by force. to that I didn't mention it earlier on is that when we moved up from Texas to Illinois and lived there for 20 years, Vern started a weekly uh, music venue that we ran for 15 years and is still going on. It's now once a month pretty much, but it used to be every Friday 
uh, during the school year in a university town. And those were mainly Kerrville performers. We may have had yeah. a few people who hadn't been to Kerrville, but mainly the, the performers were Kerrville music. Yeah, and this, of course, is Cousin Andy's that yeah. you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yes, I should have mentioned Cousin Andy's in Carbondale, Illinois. Yes. Festival Music mm-hmm. Listening Room in all of beautiful southern Illinois. And that led to uh, uh, a stand of uh, being one of the founding DJs at uh, WDBX Community Radio, serving all of beautiful southern Illinois. Uh, that I did until we moved back to Texas. Uh, and that was great fun, doing the, the radio DJ thing. But basically all of this is just a, a real good excuse to get a chance to spend time with some of the most wonderful, uh, caring, sensitive, uh, creative, creative, artistic singer-songwriters that... Um, uh, the planet <laughs> has mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. Uh, but also realizing just how many people have talent. When you, when you find yourself in the campgrounds at Kerrville, for example, or any of the great music festivals, uh, especially that have developed a campground uh, song circle culture, uh, you you start realizing that it's not just a handful of really talented people that you see on TV or hear on the the uh, uh, major radio and uh, whatever your market's in, but that there are millions of people that are incredibly musically talented. on the river Water's all aglow Sitting on this bank all day Watching it flow I got a line out in the channel But I stopped fishing long ago I'm just sitting, sipping whiskey real slow Gator on the surface, a big old catfish in his mouth. As he takes it to the bottom, Lord, my heart is sinking sound. Drag me down where I don't want to go. Oh, how could she leave me so low? It's been a catfish morning. A catfish afternoon Tonight there'll be a catfish moon Catfish moon Watching on the water Catfish moon Lazy little daughter of the sun Who's always rolling round too soon
Catfish moon, the lazy little daughter of the sun, who's always rolling round too soon. Oh, funny how my rambling brought me right back to this spot where the fishing and the whiskey and the wind was so damn hot. We take a boat. Throw a blanket on the bow and make love beneath the catfish moon. Catfish moon watching on the water. Catfish moon, lazy little daughter of the sun, who's always rolling round to. It's been a catfish morning, a catfish afternoon. Tonight there'll be a catfish moon. One of the questions that I wanted to ask you about was, was um, I don't even quite know how to get into this, but I would say that as someone who has been itinerant for the last two decades of my life, I mean, I have an apartment somewhere most of the time, um, but, you know, my life is really on the road, and I rely on the kindness of community to sustain me. Uh, you know, because I mean, I can find a place to be. I can always get a hotel room, but I do a lot of homestays because it keeps me connected to community. And the two of you adopted me easily 15 <laughs> years ago and, uh, you know, have had me under wing for a good portion of my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have fed me and shared meals with me and housed me and hosted me for concerts. And, and I know that you do this for dozens, if not hundreds of other artists as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, I know what I get out of that, which is an anchor, you know, in this sort of itinerant life. It's, it, it's easy to just feel like a dandelion seed on the wind and not have a, a clear sense of where home is. Uh, but what has evolved for me over the last 20 years is an awareness that home is any place where I have people who are part of my community. And the two of you are very much a part of my community. And so I I wanted to thank you for that. But I also wanted to ask each of you to reflect on what what the artists that you have befriended and taken under wing and brought into community uh, give back to you. Oh, the presence, the presence of people who know what they like to do and have decided to pursue it, even though it's not going to be financially, you know, you make, whether they say, they say dozens of dimes or something like that, Do- <laughs> dozens of dollars per year, right? Uh, we uh, always enjoyed the, the every Friday night at Cousin Andy's. Almost always the artists stayed with us. Once in a while, they would have to get moving that night for another gig coming up the next day, but almost always they were with us. And uh, not necessarily like, sitting and playing, but talking afterward, you know. Yeah. Sit, sit down in the kitchen and talk after the show. Uh, and I'm glad that we have passed this on to another generation. Our daughter, Laurel, is a disc jockey and a, a, a home concert giver in State College, Pennsylvania, and does the same thing. And she always tells musicians, she's probably told other artists, told you, 
you know, if you're passing through town, even if you're not going to have a, a gig there, if you're passing through, the bed's always there, come stay, and she's a good cook, too. crystal glass was given to my grandma on her wedding day. It was one of twelve that were only used for guests. And it loves candlelight. It loves the morning sun. But it spent its days in darkness in a big oak chest. Waiting for white linen and the silver and the wine. On a table set for angels it would shine And she said, glasses may break If you use them every day You must keep them safe They're like hearts that weigh Mostly you can get along with less Wait for special times to use the best crystal glass was given to my mother as a legacy. It was one of ten from my grandmother's estate. And it loves candlelight. It loves the morning sun. But it spent years marked fragile in a packing crate. Till my mother rediscovered it in 1989. She held it to the light to see it shine. May break if you use them every day. You can keep them safe, but what good are they if they just stay shut up in some chest? Why wait to use the very best? So here's a toast to lovely things. Hear the crystal speak as it clicks against my rings and see the facets shine. Makes water taste like wine. Clink the glasses and they sing. This crystal glass was broken on a clumsy Monday morning. It was one of four that my mother gave to me. And it loved candlelight. It loved the morning sun. And I'm sad to see it go, but I still have three. So I will pour some orange juice and drink to precious things. Shake the broken pieces and they sing And they say, glasses may break If you use them every day That's the risk you take They're like hearts that weigh And every day we'll put them to the test But every
every day deserves the very best We have a network, a family that um, I think it for me, it grew out of the Kerrville Folk Festival. I think Rod Kennedy often, he created uh, a community that has spread all around the world. Uh, I don't think Folk Alliance would be what Folk Alliance is. I don't know if it would have formed. Uh, and Folk Alliance is another one of my loves. I don't think it would have formed if it hadn't been for the Kerrville Folk Festival providing a place for musicians to hang out with one another and hang out with people who love the creative process and just being close to it. In my mind I am pacing My empty hands are restless Anticipating you A hopeful kind of Sitting on the back steps, shucking August corn, with our shoulders touching there, the summer was reborn. Surprise! You can't wait for miracles that never.
You're listening to My Highway Home with Joe Jenks. I would say for me that there are two annual gatherings in the folk music world that are, uh, in essence, indispensable in terms of staying connected to community. It's not necessarily about um, playing a particular concert or trying to get a particular gig. They're just they're the places where the tribe gathers from all right. over all over North America and from beyond North America. Uh, and that's the Folk Alliance International Conference, and that's the Kerrville Folk Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the places where, you know, colleagues months in advance will start texting each other, will I see you at Kerrville? What <laughs> days are you going to be there? Will I see you at Folk Alliance? What days are you going to be there? Um, yeah, so, I, I, yeah, that's, and I also wanted to add to that that um, I think Dallas Allen has done an extraordinary yeah. job. Uh, it is very hard to walk in the footsteps of a very charismatic founder in any organization, especially one that runs on volunteerism and the, 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 the just gaggle of volunteers that allow the Kerrville Festival to function is almost singularly unique in my experience. But I think she's done an amazing job of, of taking, you know, all of these things that Rod Kennedy started, and, and I offer my thanks as well to him for that, and um, helping transform that into something that's accessible to many continuing generations. Yeah. I'm looking across the room at the photo of Rod Kennedy and uh, thinking of how deep that sort of relationship goes. We, we sat a lot with Rod in the last days of his life. Uh, he was in the facility here in Kerrville. And uh, we knew that his passing was coming, and uh, Peter Yarrow was playing, I think, in Israel at the time, mm-hmm. and flew back to the States, flew to Kerrville, came to the bedside. He was with Rod on that last day. I will never forget, he was playing, singing for Rod on one side of the bed, and I was sitting on the other side of the bed holding Rod's hand. And uh, Rod passed that evening. Yeah. Right. yeah. So the, the relationship is deep uh, with people who got their start, got their breath from the festival. It starts with a spark that catches to flame It's given fuel and it's given air and it's given a name The fire will grow will burn our marshmallows It'll warm your heart But it starts with a spark As every was a seed and every seed came to be by the grace of the wind or the leg of a bee now darling you're small so small for this world a firefly in a mason jar that will swing and swirl And the envious stars See how lovely you are You'll outshine them all Even though you're small Cause every tree was a seed And every seed came to be By the grace of the wind Or the leg of a bee 
It starts with a spark So infinitesimally small It spreads to one And then it spreads to two Before it spreads to us all And it takes a wrist To twist your wrist Open up that jar a spark But every tree was a seed and every seed came to be by the grace of the wind or the leg of a bee And every bumblebee is made of things that we can't see So the small I first came to the Kerrville Festival as a hired performer. Um, and I was only here for like three days, four days maybe. Um, you know, I had other concerts regionally in Texas. And um, I, didn't, I didn't really get what it was about. I had heard about the festival for many years. But, uh, you know, two or three days on the ranch is just insufficient time to wrap <laughs> your head around what, what, what's really going on there. Uh, and, and the next year I had already booked that time. I had another tour going on. So it took me until 2007 to get back. Uh, and I contacted the two of you and asked if I could work uh, on your theater security crew. Mm -hmm. And uh, ended up working for the, the whole of, uh, I think I was here for 22 days that year. Yeah. And, um, uh, and worked security the whole time. And I remember something that you said to me, Vern, uh, and it may be something that the, the two of you had spoken to each other before. Uh, I don't know if it was a rehearsed thought or it just came off the top of your head, but uh, it's something I have used on many occasions, both to reflect on my relationship to the world around me uh, and also uh, to highlight a very important point about what it means to hold community space. And I remember you saying to me, Joe, don't think of yourself as festival security. Think of yourself as proactive hospitality. Yeah. And I love this idea of proactive hospitality. And I would love the two of you as, as custodians of this festival in huge ways. You have been, you know, not just with your time, but with your wallet. You've been huge supporters of the festival. Uh, I, I'm curious to hear you talk about this idea of proactive hospitality and what that means to you. Well... The, the best way to provide security for everyone to feel safe and secure is just to approach everything from a standpoint of, I'm not really here to enforce rules. I'm here to help you in whatever way I can to make your experience be great. And if that means that I need to kind of try to encourage the fellow who's had a bit too much to drink and is a little loud and obnoxious to, to let's go back to the tent uh, and uh, uh, mellow out a little bit so everyone else can have a great time. Uh, and usually you can do those kinds of things without creating a big scene. Uh, I, I, we're fortunate we usually do have 
someone from the sheriff's department, for example, at the Kerrville Folk Festival. So all you got to do is let them know that, you know, they haven't heard about you up there yet, but uh, some folks are complaining that you, you've had a bit too wow. much and, and uh, you're being, you know, and I want to keep you from getting in trouble. Come with me and I'll go with you. And and where's your camp at again? Who are you camped with? Let's 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 hold on to my hand, uh, hold on to my shoulder. We're gonna walk out of here right past those sheriff's guys back to the back, and get you <laughs> safely back to your camp. So you can come back tomorrow night and just have a great yeah. time. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I think of as proactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that same kind of thing when I have to, every once in a while, it's not often, but um, somebody who's making a nuisance of him or herself, you know, you just say, hey, you know, let, let's move out of here, you know, move someplace else where you can be a little louder than you can be here, right? So you're not taking everything away from them, you're moving them with whatever they're doing that you don't want them to do in the theater, out of the theater. Somehow it certainly fell that way Down, down, down Fire's a hard lesson to learn Down, down, down A few bricks left that didn't quite burn Down, down, down King George said everything's for sale Mercenaries bought for a little bit Empire's going down Those who live by the sword Die by the sword Down, down, down Whether or not They have faith in the Lord Down, down, down Some have too much of what Too many lack Down, down, down You push too Hard and lay push back down, down, down. King George said, I'm not as nuts as I seem. I might lose a colony, but gain 13. Someday the doom I'm fighting for me is the empire's going down. Well, the preacher bless a heathen on the White House lawn. be putting me on down 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 trying to hit the high notes with francis got key while the white house burns in fg down 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 king george said i'm a down home boy jumping jehovah and jumping
he's carved up his destiny Down, down, down Saladin united all the Arab lands Down, down, down Now we steal their oil and kick their sand of you are, are very keen thinkers in your own right, um, and, and I was curious to hear your thoughts a little bit on what it, what it would mean for our culture and our society if we could extend this idea of proactive hospitality into other areas. There'd be a whole lot less uh, dangerous conflicts going on, a whole lot. Um, it, it's so easy in the enforcement of rules uh, for our police departments and the officers involved to really be drug into a situation. They find themselves, <sighs> drug's not quite the word, entrapped into a situation that become, can become very, very dangerous. And if you can just not approach it from that way at all in the first place, um, Hopefully you can avoid moving in that direction at all. Uh, find peaceful solutions to things. God bless the grass that grows through the crack. They roll the concrete over it and try to keep it back. Concrete gets tired of what it has to do. It breaks and it buckles and the grass grows through. God bless the grass. God bless the truth that fights toward the sun.
God bless the grass that grows through cement. It's green and it's tender and easily bent. But after a while, it lifts up its head. For the grass is living and the stone is dead. God bless the grass. gentle and low the roots are deep and the will is to grow God bless the truth the friend of the poor and the wild grass growing round the poor man's door God bless the grass you spent uh, many years of your life as an educator mm, uh, 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 both both in and out of the classroom you were uh-huh. a college professor and mm-hmm. uh, I'm curious uh, again this idea of proactive hospitality mm-hmm. um, how do you think that relates to your teaching style oh, I never thought about that uh, before uh, I'm thinking of uh, a book that we read recently that was uh, very profoundly uh, impressive to us, uh, educated, a woman who came from a, a rural background, uh, had no schooling at home, uh, ended up going to college through a series of really uh, fortunate hard work kind of things and encouragement, and uh, was so surprised to discover that the professors wanted her to come in and talk to them. It never occurred to her that that would be a thing you did. The teacher stood up in front of the classroom, and the students sat there, and to go to their office, it was just you know, you didn't do that. But then it was impressed upon her that they welcome students coming in to talk. And I know I always did that. For students who don't have a background in higher education, uh, particularly the last few years of my teaching career when we moved back to Texas, I taught in the community college. And I had been teaching grad students for the 15, 20 years before then. And community college students often come from families, as I did myself, uh, where nobody had been to college before. And sometimes, particularly rural students, had a more structured classroom experience. They would never think to go talk to the teacher outside of class. So it had to be made early on and reinforced every now and then as, you know, I'm, I'm there at the office, the door is open, you know, come talk to me. When I'm here, I'm here to talk to you. Yes, I do a lot of writing, but I do that at home. So making that a clear invitation that you're not bothering me to come in, you're welcome, I'm here for you to come in and talk to me. That, I guess, would be proactive hospitality, though I never thought of it that way before. (laughs) Found myself at a wishing well Doing some wishes and I ran like hell As far away as I could go Think I'm better off always been just a little scared of what's been hiding inside my head. 
can always make this right Throw down my guard, step into the light Possibilities start to unfold when I unlock my secrets Open up my soul with eyes wide open so I can Just a sign Something I've carried All my life It does not matter Where I go I'm a square peg In a round hole But I'll keep throwing down The wishing well And I won't look back To see where they fell I'll keep on running Gotta do is be me. Possibilities start to unfold when I unlock my secrets. Open up my soul with eyes wide open so I can see in this light. As we wrap up, I wanted to ask both of you if you had any specific advice for people who are just getting connected to the folk music community, people who are just discovering this rich tapestry of music and culture and this very deep community that exists uh, through folk music, both uh, in North America and, and beyond. Um, do you have any thoughts for, for people about why they should volunteer or, or maybe, you know, um, things they should be aware of as they step into volunteer roles? Be sure and network. There, the other singer-songwriters and artists out there are not competition. Even the Kerrville uh, Folk Festival, which is very much known for the uh, new folk uh, but it's getting into the community of other singer-songwriters that's the important thing. Daddy at the kitchen table, smoking a cigarette. Drinking black coffee, watching black and white TV. Mom at the stove with the apron on She says breakfast is ready now Who wants some? And daddy says baby I got everything I need He loved caffeine 
off yet He's gonna be okay As soon as he smokes a cigarette Standing at the bathroom mirror Getting ready to go to work Curlers in her hair and red lipstick on her cup She better get moving now She's gonna be late But she just can't seem to get her face on straight Till she gets the other half of what she needs To wake up She loves caffeine and nicotine Early in the morning she could be so mean But it's alright, she hasn't had her coffee yet She's gonna be okay as soon as she smokes a cigarette Pops in his Bentwood rocking chair listening to the radio Yellow stained fingers from 50 years of lucky strikes He always told me to stay away from those He said I got two vices and two alone And he swore he'd quit them but the time was never right He loved caffeine and nicotine early in the morning he could be so mean but it's all right he hasn't had his coffee yet he loved caffeine and nicotine early in the morning he could be so mean but it's all right he hasn't had his coffee yet he's gonna be okay as soon as he smokes a cigarette. Well, gee, it, it's so great that, that we got a chance to spend some time with yeah, you this thanks, afternoon. Thanks for taking this time to talk. Yeah. Uh, really appreciate both of you offering your thoughts and your ideas. And stay tuned for more programs and more interviews as I travel all over the United States and Canada and beyond. Thank you for listening to My Highway Home with Joe Jenks. Thanks also to Vern Crawford and Lenore Langsdorf for the great conversation. The songs featured in today's show were Louise Mosry, The Battle of Blair Mountain, 
Ken Gaines, Catfish Moon, Zoe Mulford, Elegy, Karen Mall, Surprise, Connor Garvey, Spark, Jack Hardy, Empires, The Malvinas, God Bless the Grass, R.J. Cowdery, In This Light, and David Glazer, Caffeine and Nicotine. Audio production and field recordings by Joe Jenks. Additional audio engineering by Charlie Pilzer. Thanks also to Ron Alesco and Folk Music Notebook. All interviews copyright 2019. My Highway Home, Joe Jenks, Turtle Bear Music. And the ones who hold their babies close, rock them through the night. Let me sing you a song About the people that I love The poets and philosophers The workers and the wanderers The ones who walk the picket lines Dare to stand and fight and the ones who hold their babies close and rock them through the night. Yes, the ones who hold their babies close and rock them.